The Outlaw Mud Show Drive-In. For over 50 weeks, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment podcasting. Welcome to the Outlaw Mud Show Drive-In. My name is Joe O'Connor. With me is Mohammed Fabi. And this is the Mojo Power Rangers. What's up, boss? So, if, if, so la, la, last week... James and I had a special intro. We we were using the the black puppy white puppy theme from South Park. So that was a special theme from last week. Yeah, now we're gonna go our our long-standing tag team Joe Mario Power Rangers, which yeah, of course all listeners to this fine podcast know about this. Yep, exactly. <laughs> On account that we never brought it up before. <laughs> but Excalibur would bring it up like it's common. <laughs> They were very big tacting rules. I have wrestled them both. I have wrestled them both in the brothel on uh, 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 Bourbon Street. <laughs> um, so, Mohammed, right now, is yeah, uh, and uh, yep. I am I am in the middle of my vacation and I still showed up uh, for this. It's called being a professional. Unlike right. unlike some other uh, some other uh, you know fellow podcasters or fellow you know um, correspondents who shall remain nameless. Yes. Yes. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but here we are. I'm in the Big Apple. I have. I had been to SmackDown on Friday from uh, from the Barclays Center in, Bro- in Brooklyn. Got to see uh, got to see Brock Lesnar while uh, while that on a bunch of random security guys. And and yesterday I was in the city of Brooklyn, Philly, like Marshall says in How I Met Your Mother. And and I got to a convention where I got to the Icons of Wrestling, where I met our good friend of the show, Mister uh, Tony Levin. The one, the one and only tantalizing Tony. Uh, guys, subscribe to his YouTube channel. I know uh, now. I know some people are gonna think, "Oh, boy, you're not taking the turf war seriously." But yeah, least uh, watch. No one has been taking that turf war seriously. Yeah, yeah. yeah too much inside baseball. Yeah, too much inside baseball. Please, especially you know, considering that you know, someone on this podcast has been on that like, on top show like three times already. <laughs> Um, but, um, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? Uh, I, uh, I'm having, this has been like, you know, it's uh, my WrestleMania vacation, but it's also like a vacation in general, and I have been, um, I've been to Broadway, I've been to New York, I've went to Philadelphia, I've, I went to Philadelphia for the one day, I went up the Rocky Steps, and I went to the Comic Book Ontario, Ontario Street Comic Book Store, which is the theme comic book store from the from M Night Shyamalan's two hit movies, Unbreakable and Glass. Which and I'd be remiss. Split was not in the uh, Split had nothing to do with the comic book store, but I didn't uh, mention it because it's my favorite out of that trilogy. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but and. Met a few wrestlers, so saw my first ever death match, and it was in the ECW Arena, Billy Ray versus Onita, which 
ended with, which ended on spoiler alert uh, Billy winning because uh, Chainsaw uh, because the Chainsaw Leatherface uh, came out to help Juanita because Leatherface is FMW. Like an actual le- like what was he actually dressed as Leatherface? Yeah, I mean, you know, FMW had a has a leather face, yeah. Yeah, so he yeah. was in a mess, so he was in a mess shop that night. Oh, okay. And it's it's kind of weird because only in wrestling would you find like something like Ark and like Leatherface was known for like you know not talking, just chainsawing, going into a match, arguing with arguing with fans at ringside. <laughs> I didn't know they were going to be uh, doing all of that, so that's pretty cool. I have no idea. Like I saw him during the convention, I saw like he was sitting next to another table and. Uh, he was not taking on a gun. I thought there was this guy just in a random lucha match, uh, lucha mask. Turned out to be Leatherface. He came out with the, you know, the chainsaw and everything. And he actually won the match, but he got, you know, he got a little beat up by the end of the match, which uh, made me ask. I don't know whether between, I don't know what's worse for Leatherface this year. This may, uh, this be beat down or that horrible Texas chainsaw he <laughs> Could be both. Could be both. Yeah. <laughs> not his year. Let's just say that. <laughs> And uh, anyway, Bowie, uh, Bowie, uh, Bowie won with help from Sandman and Sabu, oh. which is it's 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 pretty great. See, like you know, to hear uh, enter Sandman in the ECW arena. <laughs> it, I didn't see it in the ECW arena, but I had it at WrestleCon in 2017, and that was pretty magical. Still, like just having like a venue completely immersed in his entrance. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, but Sandman came out, he got beat down, and then, you know, the lights went out, Sabu's music played, and then, you know, Sandman disappeared and Sabu appeared in the middle of the ring, which, uh, it's kind of not the way to do it, because it's, uh, what happens, the lights go out, they come back on, Sabu's in there, it's not like, you know, the music does not play before. Yeah. yeah. But... Anyway, now they're going. They're going into an FMW versus ECW kind of feud on this battle, uh, battlegrounds uh, championship wrestling thing. That's pretty cool. Should be, it should be fun, but it's it's it's, it's the problem is it's all neat. It's it's uh, it's same. It's a lot of people who are yeah, past the prime, past the prime. Let's yeah, let's And uh, yeah, I said this to Tony. Going, well, I mean, like, I guess it's. As far as that match is, uh, both of them turned out pretty well because both people are both men left under their own accord. I mean, yeah. I mean, and before the match started, everyone was like chanting, "We want blood, we want blood," and then Billy got, you know, busted open and like the first five minutes, and I said, uh, and, I, and then I got the time and I said, "Okay, we got blood. Can we go in now?" <laughs> but it's, uh, I don't, I don't know really, uh, Billy came out walking. Which is, I don't know if he was using the before mask that he was using it, or if he's like you know sending a subtle message to that he's the real ball thing. I yes, but I, uh, honestly, I could not tell the two different the two versions apart. Hmm. It's uh, Moxley does not use the original, right? No, nah. Hmm. But it's uh, because the one uh, you know Moxley here through the arena, and this one had the same thing that. It felt like it was the same, uh, uh, like as far as, you know, the music, uh, I mean, the music production of it, or uh, how the beats were, it felt like it was the same version. Right on. Huh. Yeah. And he came out, he lit a cigarette coming out of everything, and I was thinking, maybe this is deliberate just to show that he is actually the whole thing in professional wrestling, which 
I mean, let's face it, Bill Ray is more a lot way more edgy, way way edgier than Mox is. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it was a good night. We're on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. And Jomo Power Rangers are on the are making the final stop, baby. This is a final show before WrestleMania itself, right? Yes, it is. Yep. I mean, the next one is going to be Sunday morning, which is that uh, staff in the middle of WrestleMania. Probably not going to show up for that. I'm sorry. Yes, but, I, ima I imagine. I imagine so on that one. Rightfully so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but as a professional, I'm giving prior notice. Unlike other people who show up, which is still me. Yes. So you and uh, yeah. you and uh, Dime Knight, Brandon Lewick, you guys are. Heading off to some events starting Thursday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We have here this clearly $25 extra sheet, which I didn't even like put the lines in. It's just. So, yeah, but. Okay, uh, talk about the, uh, your, your upcoming events and everything, and you know, we'll give a little rundown of what's happening. WrestleMania itself, well, yeah, of well, what's happening on those nights. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay, so. We're supposed to. We're both arriving at, uh, in Dallas on Tuesday, which is uh, why we're going to try to catch the Mavericks, the Lakers game. That's not set in stone because the Lakers game is at six thirty, and I personally arrive at five. Oh, okay. My, okay. my plane, my plane arrives at five. So, and I was going to tell them, you know what? If you if, if you get tickets, just get a ticket from the Lakers. I'm going I can show up during halftime. I don't care. Sure. It's, sure. It's, uh, uh, attending a Lakers game is attending a Lakers game. It's not good. Right. Yeah. But, um, and, okay, so Thursday, what we're going to do, uh, we, were gonna, we were thinking go to the super, uh, super store in the morning. Early in the morning, have this. Yes, it's a ticket for the super store is $10, but it gets you access for all four days. Okay. It's the costs they have put are horrible. The restriction they have done is way, way too much. It's, they're not even trying to hide how greedy they're being with this. It's, um, like, here's the thing. So, $10 gets you into the Superstore. The Superstore only. You don't get anything else. Then they said there's this thing called, like, you get get premier, premier uh, experiences, which will cost you extra. So, if you want to go into all these things that you used to get with access, like the Undertaker Cemetery, if you go on the Miss TV set, well, the Miss TV set was not there before, but they know. But they had Piper's Pit and they had a column match and everything. These were, these were things that general access into, that you go into access. Come to think of it now, a ticket to one session of access here cost, uh, what, $50? I think so. Yeah. So, but, uh, so it had everything, so they're making up the difference, I guess. But then again, fifty dollars. You could have spent like three hours in the Undertaker Cemetery, yeah. or you could have like called a match with like Big Joseph or whatever. Went back, got in line again, called the match again, just keep going until you're done. And then you got superstar signings and everything. Now they're charging you per superstar you're one sign with, and it's they're doing the same thing with WrestleCon that the, that people are doing at WrestleCon or whatever. Only different, only you know, even more worse. So. For example, uh, Shawn Michaels now is $169 just to meet him. 
and that's either one photo op or one autograph, not both. Not both. Yeah. So it's one photograph or one uh, one photograph. Your own camera, not the professional photos they used to take. It's just like your cell phone camera and everything. Yeah, you can have a cell phone, or if you have a camera like me, I've been I've been my camera to the conventions. This sure. this this baby right here, it just comes out during uh, you know. Well, most of the wrestling events are expos or whatever. It's it's been on the shop for over like three years or so. <laughs> it's coming out of time. But the thing is, you either yeah, it's you either use your phone, uh, use the someone use the camera. Of course, I'm pretty sure someone's gonna help you. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, I was gonna say, um, kind of suck. Like, if a person was like, they're like by themselves or something, it's like, oh yeah, I have to find someone real quick to. You know, take or take a selfie, which, which honestly, if you want to meet a star and you're like meeting them in a convention, not like on the street or anything, taking a selfie is the worst type of photo you can take. Yeah, it is. It's there's always like you know you're not gonna look good or he's not gonna be looking at the, he's gonna be looking at his picture on the screen, not looking at the phone camera, which mm -hmm. I always try to do when I'm talking. I'm like, look at that spot right there. Don't look at yourself. Look at <laughs> and. Um, yeah, so it's kind of it's 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 weird that they uh, that they canceled access and they did it this way, and I think they're going to do this do it this way for going forward because Fighter Man, the company that's uh, supplying these meet and greets with Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Finn Balor, the Bella Twins, so far, Undertaker. By the way, the Undertaker ticket is two hundred dollars. Are you doing it? Yeah. You gotta ask. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is an outrage purchase. <laughs> I mean, it's now I'm gonna. People are gonna think I'm being eccentric or I'm like loose with my money, but yeah, look at it from my perspective. Now that's in the popular run and the musical come from away when you know the union guys fighting with an era. He's like, look at it from my perspective. I mean, look at it from my perspective. But anyways, seriously, guys, look at it from my perspective. I live in Abu Dhabi. I, I can't, you know, just, you know, pack up and go to a wrestling convention when the Undertaker is going to be in, like, at the big event or, like, at the Comic Con or anything. This, quite possibly, is the last time I can, there's, there might be the last chance I get to meet him. Yeah. Now, I've met him twice before, but it's the Undertaker. So, I, well, I sometimes do not agree with, you know, throwing that money around or anything, but it's, Something that I would begrudgingly do because it's a once in a lifetime experience for me. Sure. Uh, now, if, other, if there are people out there that can actually that have the option to, because I know Undertaker does a few comic cons uh, here and there, yeah. I would not recommend paying $200 now for it. It's, unless that's his price in other cons, I don't know. That's. He did like C2E2 or something. Yeah. Ago, something. Wizard, he did WizardCon a couple of years ago, I yeah. think. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't know what, uh, what his great skill is, but he's, he's the white for a lot of like, you know, autograph seekers and sure. photographer but ops. So I was actually, uh, I was actually, you know what, I'm going to discuss this with the offer offline. But, um, yeah. So anyway, we're gonna go to the superstore early that morning. Check it out on Thursday. Going back to our now, I was thinking maybe we can do Glory, Glory Pro Cemetery Gates, which is something that I just found interesting. Yeah, uh, last week J 
James and I went to, uh, uh, went through like all the uh, events that weekend, and that one sounded pretty interesting. I think it, had it just sounded definitely from the. It had who? I think Mike Bailey is going to be one of the guys. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the poster and I thought it was it looked cool, but you know it's not second stone yet. This one's cool because in the middle of everything we're going to be doing, it's kind of hard to you know figure out. Sure. So this one's on. I'm going to have to discuss this with Dan later. But anyway, hard place. 3 p.m. Bloodsport with music versus Jean Moxley. That's the match I know that's going to be on there. Of course, there's going to be a couple of others. It should be a good show. It's going to be my first. What's more going to be my first GCW show in, in forever? I mean, ever. So that should be that should be cool. Which that would be if I was going. That's one of the shows I would be going to with you guys. I'm pretty sure, yeah. And then after Bloodsport is at 3 p.m. At the, we think it should wrap up around five. So then we're gonna head over to WrestleCon. Uh, I, I mean, the headliner for Diamond and myself was the Switchblade, uh, Switchblade J. White. Yeah. He's going to be at that session, he's going to be at the fourth session too. So, fourth session is Saturday morning, and Saturday morning is going to be a busy freaking day for us. Oh, yeah. no, well, plus, but anyway, where do we go? Is WrestleCon doing things a little bit differently this year, or are they doing it the same way? They usually do. Which is... Just as far as, like, like the convention, are they doing? Are they adapting anything different? No, like how Axe uh, Superstore is doing stuff differently this year. Is WrestleCon mm -hmm. still the same as it usually is? Because the WrestleCon is basically doing this from the beginning. It's right, just not as high priced as the Superstore is doing it now. But uh, I think uh, WrestleCon now the thing they did is uh, for super tickets uh, ticket holders, which is I signed up for one of those. You get access to all four uh, WrestleCon sessions. Okay. Including, including an exclusive one on Saturday morning. And, sorry, on Friday morning. Exclusive one on Friday morning. And uh, you also get to, if you're a super ticket holder, you get to uh, you get to watch whatever show WrestleCon has on during that session. Oh, cool. You can get a general admission. So I think uh, AAA is one of them. Uh, Impact is not. It's uh, New Japan, New Japan is not one of them. Let me check out which shows that are open for the general public and then. Just the second. Sorry, my phone. Okay, just a second, sir. You're good. Sorry about this. Okay, live shows. So, AAA is on at 5 p.m. AAA invades the WrestleCon. So, with the ticket, yeah, I can actually go in and uh, for as general admission to, uh, to, to uh, into the AAA show and watch it. Cool. So, see, trust me. Also, Friday at 1 p.m., you got uh, Zeke Dice's Trouble in Paradise 2. That one's also free. Which, honestly, after the last Zeke Dice show, it should be free. Yeah. 
that's why I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to pass on because of, you know, there's a lot of other stuff. I don't know. There's a lot of other stuff that's going on, and uh, you guys, you guys give it a better review and shoes. So, so, uh, and then on Saturday there's USA versus the World, which I believe it's the third or second time they do this. I want to say it's the third. Sure. I, I think they did it in. No, I know they didn't do it in uh, New Orleans, so it's, it might be the second time. They might, I know they've had it at least. If they did it in New Orleans, then they might have done it, and then they probably did it in New York as well. Yeah. So but, this is probably the third. I, I don't think they did a New Orleans one though, because New Orleans no. Con had um, it, the the uh, the their their uh, versus show was like uh, Crash versus the World or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah, no, they didn't have it at New Orleans. Because we were, uh, we were pretty aware of what WrestleCon had on during New Orleans. So. Uh, two WrestleCon cards. I missed CZW and uh, uh, Progress. Or Wildcat? Did you go to Wildcat? I went to Wildcat. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so you can uh, get to the. So you can see. You say versus the world for free if you have a super ticket or if you have a huge ticket. First of all, of course, it's open. So anyway, WrestleCon is done at 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Uh, Dime and I will go to the Mark, uh, the Mark Hitchcock Memorial Super Show, which is WrestleCon's big, big show. I remember there was a match on this show that I was looking forward to. I can't remember what it was. I remember looking up a few of the matches last week. I think the Briscoe one. That one, that would have been my fourth uh, super show. If I would. Yeah, wait, I think it's this. This first is Suzuki, right? That's going to be on the super show. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's going to be a big night for Biff. He's going to face John Moxley and Minoru Suzuki in the same night. Yeah, it's a big night for. It's a big weekend for him altogether. Big weekend for the Briscoes. Uh, it's a big yeah. weekend for uh, Speedball Mike Bailey. There's a lot of guys who are like having. Pretty big profile matches, like yeah. days in a row. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big weekend for EC3, of course. Uh, Briscoes <laughs> have, like, in one day, have three matches because they have. Uh, uh, They're doing Impact and Ring of Honor, right? And, this, and that's in the, that's all in the. Like, the shows run. Uh, yeah, those shows run concurrently. And then, like earlier in the day, they're going to be wrestling at. Uh, GCW? Some GCW show also. I can't remember which one it is. But yeah, they, they have like three big ones all on. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not for the culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah and uh, this music, for those uh, out there who don't know, uh, formerly known as Only Larkin. Yes. Just so, just so everyone who's listening, Game Hunting is on the same level. <laughs> Part of the. Uh, Owen Larkin, of course, famous for being part of the tag team of uh, Birch, uh, Danny Birch, and Owen Larkin, known as, uh, who are collectively known as Birch. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback. Joe. Yes. Recent. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Recent. Perfect. Yeah, there we go. Joe is raising new premium music, too. I was on a different tab. I was pulling, I was looking up, uh, 
uh, other uh, the, what, the the other uh, because <laughs> that show also has da, 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 da. yeah it has Biff versus Suzuki um the that's uh, so as Briscoe's versus uh, Homicide and Loki uh, yeah Bando versus Mike Bailey Ishii Jonathan Griffey Factor. Um, Shit, that's gonna be good. Yeah. Gresham is on the poster, but I'm not sure if he's. Yeah, it's Gresham, Black Tarus, and Ace Austin as a team versus Michael Oku, Ray Oris, and Laredo Kid. Uh, speaking of which, uh, speaking of, yeah, speaking of which, Gresham was scheduled for the uh, Icons of Wrestling convention yesterday, did not show. Huh. Uh, yeah. That was. Yeah. Like a quick thing, I was gonna buy, buy you that shirt there, and then just you know, but yeah. tell us. I wonder if I. I, uh, I don't think he's a press account too. He's had a couple things. I I I wonder if something's like uh wrong because he's had a few cancellations this year for like different illnesses. Yeah, he's been in the UK. Uh, that's what I was thinking because he was booked for a progress show, and I thought you know what, he's gonna go to progress, then he's gonna come right back up here for this. Convention, it's gonna feel it's gonna be a little quick. Did he, yeah. did he show up at the UK shows? Yes, yeah, because he's been traveling from the states to the UK like twice a week the past like two months. Like, yeah, he's been overbooking okay. himself. Yeah, okay, so the Briscoes are facing the Rothweilers at, at, at the super show. Rothweilers are low key and homicide. Yeah. Yeah, and you got Mia Yim versus Athena at the Super Show as well. Yeah, it's gotta be good. Which one of those two, James and I were thinking, might be facing Diana at Supercard of Honor? Um, we were thinking it might be a possibility. That would be sweet. Because we figured somebody needs to take the belt off Diana that night since Diana signed with Impact and everything. So, like Mia Yim or Athena would be the what like the two perfect choices. That is true. Uh, okay, Jonathan Gresham has been announced for WrestleCon. WrestleCon stuff, so he's doing a meeting with that. Okay. As has been Jordan Grace. Oh, how cute. Okay, so... Also, Jungle Boy is going to be there. At WrestleCon? Yeah. With Anna J. There's a bunch of AEW talent that's going to be there. Like Shango Boy, Anna J., uh, Britt Baker is going to be there. Christopher Daniels and Coco Ben have been announced, have been recently announced. Uh, I can't remember, there were another couple of big news on, uh, from AEW that have been announced. There were Paul White and William Regal, but I mean, technically they're not the AEW names yet. Well, Paul White could have been an AEW name. <laughs> I mean, I'm aware that they weren't here. Have you seen him since forever? Since all that, uh, all out? Um, when I when when I watched Dark for like two or three weeks, or Elevation one to two, he was the commentator. Yeah, he faced, yeah, he faced three people like doing the Dark thing. Yeah, it's, yeah I guess he is uh, evil. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Red Baker, Christine Cage, and Adam Cole, baby. Oh. We're gonna be a trust account. And it's weird, Gargano's at WrestleCon, even though we don't know what his, what his future is. Yeah. 
he's addressed if, if he's addressed will come um, I think it's safe to say he's not coming back to NXT. Yeah, yeah. Or the little bit for that matter. Is there any uh that show will probably be good over about midnight, I'm assuming, so probably no midnight shows you guys are going to. Um there's Tony wants to go to Planet Death by GCW, but I'm not sure if I'm ready for a commitment to, like, you know, wall-to-wall death matches. I couldn't do it. I, I, I couldn't do it. It's, yeah, I think one, two is enough for my, like, you know, it's, why would you have, like, several death matches on the one show, on one on a single show? It, uh-huh. it, it sounds kind of productive. Okay, by the time the last one comes around, what else do you want to see? Yeah. It's uh, controlling your narrative is also showing on Thursday. Yeah, it's also starting on Thursday. But you know, I think now, now for me, if this was controlling your narrative's first ever show, I would have gone just for you know the landmark of it. Sure. But it's the second, which is still a landmark. But I was like, yeah, you know what? Plus, I'm already gonna be stuff from the first one. I was like, yeah. I, I had no desire to look anything up, even though I kind of it's, wound up seeing stuff on Twitter, because, like... It's just, yeah, the rules they put out, too, where it's like, mm, it's basically yeah, you're trying, yeah, you're trying too hard. Yeah. It's like, control your narrative. You're not, uh, you're allowed to do anything. Except, yeah. Canadian Destroyers topped up, uh, top, uh, top suicidas and, what was the third one? Super kicks. kicks. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm with not doing those moves, honestly, because they get, they, they, they've been bastardized too much, but you can't say you're allowed to do anything you want, and then... Yeah. You can't say... You can't do this. And the fight is with... And then the match is in quotation marks, and then the fight wins, it's... Yeah. And, then if there's yeah. an actual, and then if there's an actual sanction match, then you can win by... <laughs> so, I already mentioned sanction, is the sanction match will... It so, seems like most matches are, are sanctioned, but they're sanctioned as being unsanctioned. And the matches that are sanctioned are unsanctioned matches that are sanctioned and sanctioned. Uh, uh, someone ought to hit them with the sanction 36. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what, when they have the main event, they can, say, they can get uh, just now to come out. Ladies and gentlemen, the following is a lights on match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's... Yeah. Because it's sanctioned, unlike whatever else is going on. Anyways, it's too convoluted. I think if they're still around by next year, then we'll, then we'll talk about it. Yes, yeah. Yes. Um, that's not really showing them any hate. Uh, that's not hitting them or anything. I mean, like, uh, anyone, any uh, people in the industry that venture to start a new company now are brave as shit because between the WWE and the AEW, it's, it's going to be hard to carve your own niche out there. So, kudos to them for, you know, attempting that. That's what they need. Um, but anyways, that, yeah, that's the wrap up on Thursday for us. 9 a.m., I'm going to WrestleCon. Uh, then I'm going to meet Don. I don't know what Don's going to do in the morning. He might go to the Superstore, probably. But uh, 1 p.m., we're going to GCW for the Culture. Which, I'm not sure what the main event is, but the future match is Shane Taylor for promotions versus the hit players. That's the one I'm looking forward to. I, when I was looking at the Friday schedule, there were I, there was nothing I was really like I need to go to. Um, so I think Friday I kind of was uh, 
just kind of done whatever. Might be one of like those last minute ticket buys for a thing. Um, but yeah, there was nothing Friday during the day that I was like, I need to go to this no matter what. So, yeah, yeah, right. So we got this GCW for the call for for the culture and go back. Uh, we're, we're gonna go back to WrestleCon and then we're gonna try to see if we can get into the um, the show, which is what did you say that was? See, I have a WrestleCon Plus show on me. That's that's what I have written down. Um, yeah. yeah, you said you said. Oh God, it's Sicky Dice's Trouble in Paradise. Oh, so God. probably probably in this. Maybe we'll walk in and see one match. One match and then leave. Oops, James and I fucked this up last week. <laughs> we, we we thought that uh, I I just saw that it was it's Jersey Championship Wrestling versus LA Fights. Last week we were we thought it was Juggalo Championship Wrestling because we saw JCW. So the entire time last week we were like, All right, oh yeah, the the ICP's running a show Mania weekend. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Well, okay, uh, folks, this is an official retraction of, of the scoop we reported last week. I see. Now, ICP's promotion, Juggalo Championship Wrestling, is. Uh, are they still running? It's not going to be at WrestleMania uh, weekend, they, they, as far as we know. A couple of years ago. I don't know if they are or not right now. I mean, it's Juggalos. They probably were doing shit during COVID, anyhow. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh well everyone come see the very big show. We got freak shows, freak shows. <laughs> Most people are like these on these on these people. Say yeah. That like silly string bass that the headbangers used on them. <laughs> like, like, the headbangers formed an alliance. <laughs> yeah. Let's get it. Anyways, uh, uh, 5 p.m. or like 7.45 or 6.45 or something. No, because it's Texas, it's going to be an hour early, so uh, I want to head to SmackDown early. Because that's the most important ticket of the week, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, well, that and the end ticket meeting week, but that's, that's another story. I, if it was the full, I'm not sure how they're doing the Hall of Fame, since they have more inductees. If the whole thing was strictly for The Undertaker, I would have gone to that. But now, since it seems to be back to being a regular Hall of Fame, I guess. It's, I, hate, I hate that they're putting a regular Hall of Fame. I mean, at least they have less inductees unless they announce someone this Monday. It's basically it's basically in the take of radio and channel you know, with the Shad getting the Warrior uh, Award. Yeah. So it's not too much. I mean, like if they like, I mean, they can just do a video package of Vader. Yeah. Shamal can come in person and uh, collect the award. JTG with uh, JTG will probably induct Shad. I mean, present the award to Shad, but uh, not sure who's gonna. I mean, maybe his son should. Probably, yeah. We accepted on his behalf. That should be that should be the best thing. So these guys are done in like thirty minutes. 
son or so could probably accept his or something. Yeah. They could probably be done 30 minutes for those three. Yeah, I mean, like, if they do these in under 30 minutes and give the end ticker an hour, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. It's still, it could have been better if the end ticker went in solo this year, but because if anyone else, if they don't have, I mean, yeah, I mean, an argument could be made that Rick Flair, Hulk Hogan deserved it, but I think the last holdout of a, like a wrestler that could have gone into the Hall of Fame by themselves is The Undertaker. Yeah. I will be watching that one on TV. And on the computer, I will be watching possibly two at the same time. I'll be watching Supercard and Multiverse of Matches, basically like split screening it to watch that. Mm. One will be getting over about 10, one will be starting at 9. So there's going to be like, mm. like an hour gap, but there's going to be. Three different things playing for me. <laughs> See, the best thing about attending these shows live or like, you know, going there to these things live is you don't have to overthink what you're going to watch on TV or anything because yeah. you know, when, uh, one of the best things that happened was NXT splitting away from uh, Tuesdays because that was a horrible for her, for us. Like, you know, doing this, you can't focus here, you can't focus there. Yeah. yeah. We do have enough orientation and level up, but let's face it, I mean, these shows are not on the same level. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Level up is way, way better than Rampage right now. Yeah. And you know what? Because Level Up has its place. Yeah, yeah. Rampage has no place. The Rampage just... It's basically Dark and Elevation with, you know, A-listers somewhere. Yeah. Each other. Yeah. Speaking of which, I mean, I understand that you guys are building Ricky Starks. Either give him a good title, either give him a proper title, to what? Like, if they're building Rick Starks up, they should just give him the TNT title. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. I don't, and as some people are saying, make the FTW an, uh, uh, an official title. No! No, because no they, they, have, they have enough. The million dollar title is not an official title in WWE, so <laughs> FTW shouldn't be like an official title. No, exactly. No. And stop feeding the new Lashani Toys to. Rick, uh, Ricky Starks, give him a feel. Like, I, I'm not saying he shouldn't have beaten Nash uh, Square Swerve, but a couple of months down the line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Too soon. Not in the second match. Yeah, way too soon. Which is speaking of which, Jay Lethal says yeah, the only two blemishes on his record are Swerve and Adam Cole. Did you forget that he you lost your first match versus Sammy Guevara? Yeah, and a Battle Royal. Um, yeah, okay, Battle Royal, too. But still, technically, it's, a, it's it's four losses then. Yeah. Huh, yeah, that's true. It's. Anyways, that's uh, that's another story for another time. <laughs> but. Um, SmackDown, Hall of Fame, and then I'm trying to get time to go. I don't know if he's going to go or not. And then I'm going to go to the Paul Heyman panel. Oh, okay. 11.30. Is. Oh, this is that the same? I know he was thinking about going to a, a major wrestling figure podcast live. I'm not sure if that's Friday night or if that's Saturday night. Let me see. It looks like it must not be Friday night. Uh, there is another at. at at oh. midnight, there is a show that you might have a good time with. Um, Impact's uh, PWF uh, promotion 
So there is basically like Southpaw Regional Pro. They have a show at yeah. midnight. Yeah, let me write that down. And I'm gonna like you know today I'm gonna like, probably just put them put on a different schedule all together just to see what we can do. So it's called EWF. Um, uh, impact, impact uh, PWF. Impact PWF. Provisional Wrestling Federation. Yeah. Okay. Let me check it out. It's, it, it depends on when town's gonna be done and uh, where is it. Uh, is that because the Fairmont Hotel. Yeah, that's probably close to the American Airlines Center. Probably. And so it's at the same place wherever Multiverse of Matches is at. Yeah. Ah, so it's... So it's probably the WrestleCon area. Yeah, that's right. Wait, the Fairmont is where WrestleCon is, right? I think so. Maybe? Yeah. Let me see. See, this is the least, like, you know, usually I used to have these things that are like, I know where everything is like that. This year, I don't know why, I don't, I don't care. It looks like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one comes at Fairmont Dallas. Oh, perfect. Cool. I'll see if the if if it's close to the superstar because I think the the panel with Paul Heyman is eleven thirty. Okay. So it's it's probably I mean it's Paul Heyman, so we can listen to him talk for yes, yeah, ever. hours, yeah, yeah. So and and here's a very interesting detail. Saturday, WrestleMania Saturday, the first day of Ramadan is either WrestleMania Saturday or WrestleMania Sunday. Are you there? Yes. Nope. Yeah. Close and close. So, um, depending on which, because we found out that because it's a lunar calendar, so you determine these things by the moon. So, Ricky will not. Oh, I'm probably going to find that earlier because, you know, my family back in Abu Dhabi or anything, they're going to they're gonna have the moon sighting first so they can tell me I'm going tomorrow or not. So, if it's on Saturday, I'm going to have to. Hustle after the Paul Heyman, after the Paul Heyman thing to find food because to do the pre-fasting, uh, pre-fasting year this year. Because yeah, I'm basically I'm definitely going to be fasting on WrestleMania Sunday. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing on WrestleMania Saturday if I'm going to be fasting or not. And that's why I'm missing the. There's a couple of tailgate parties that Tony was asking. Me, I was like, no man, I'm going to be fasting that day. Not. <laughs> I'm gonna do this, but it's uh, yeah, that's it. That's it for Friday, Saturday. I think someone's knocking on the door. I think it's housekeeping. Who is it? It's, it's that's gotta be that's gotta be Kane. Turns out it's the other. Turns out it's the other. Anyways, just a sec. Um, but anyway, that's it. Saturday, uh, we're going to go WrestleCon in about 9 a.m. If we did not get Jay Lethal on Thursday, we're going to try to get him on Saturday. Get him real quick, in and out. And then, hustle off to NXT stand and deliver it to the 11 a.m. It should be done by 2 or 3. Then we're, then we're both... I thought it. I thought it's 12 p.m. Eastern, right? 
I think I think it's uh one central, so I think it's twelve east. Uh, it should no, be it's two east. One, one, 1 p.m. in Dallas, I believe. Let me see. Uh, that's, well, that's horrible. That's what it looked like when I looked at it last week. Because uh, I was trying to figure out. No, it's 1 p.m. Eastern. It's 1 p.m. Eastern, time noon Central. Okay, okay. So, let me check the tickets. Yeah, 12 p.m. is the timing. It's on the tickets. Okay, cool, cool. So we're probably going to be there at 11, if there's, in case there's a free show or anything. So 12 p.m., hopefully it's done before 3. That way we can hustle back to the hotels and then get ready for us at 5. Yeah. That's why I was figuring, like, even myself here, like, I was like, I'm kind of glad it's at 12. Because even though there's, like, it would, uh, I, I always like to have on, like, the pre-show for Mania. Um, so I'm assuming like, the pre-show is probably going to be at like five or something. Six Easter. So it's uh, probably going to be. Wait, what time is WrestleMania starting at? Uh, official? Is it starting at the special early time, seven Eastern, or is it because it's two nights? They're going three hours a show. I'm assuming three hours a show. I was assuming the, they would probably be starting at like six or seven, and the pre-show would be starting either at five or six. The pre-show is two hours, or is it one hour this time? I'm assuming it's probably just one hour. I don't know. It's just one. Because you figure there's okay. two pre-shows, like a pre-show for night one, a pre-show for night two. Okay, so it's one. 8 Eastern. Okay, so 7 o'clock Central. So that'd be 7 for Dallas as well. So we should be there by 5. Yeah. Uh, I just got ex exhausted looking at that. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Like even even here in town, watching it just from home, I was trying to figure out like, like get, getting like some food or something between to bring to back to watch WrestleMania and just the whole thing. Where I was just like, man, it's like here in town, I don't have to really rush because it takes like twenty minutes to get everywhere. But I was just like, in Dallas, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, think to yourself like this event, then this event, and like. Make sure, making sure, like, you know, you have enough time to do things. Like, if a person is wanting to get dinner, to get it there instead of having to buy stuff at the arena. That's always why I always try to take a break in between shows and events at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you had, like, it's like you went from joy to, like, oh, shit. This <laughs> no, I'm freaking out because I, I'm I'm pretty sure by Saturday I'm gonna be out of it. It's yeah, but it's 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 you know what? It's actually most of the stress is in the pre-planning. Well, I was I was gonna say uh, when you when you fast, are you allowed to you're, you're you're allowed to drink beverages? No, okay, never mind then. I was gonna say like a. Uh, uh, mm, it's basically no food, drink, sex from sun up to sundown. Gotcha. Never mind that. I was gonna say like you know. Uh, not that. Not that the last one is an option, anyways. With this. <laughs> <laughs> I was say make sure you know, uh, 
like right before like WrestleMania was gonna be like, you know, down yourself. Make sure you don't get a hey, you know you don't get a hooker before. <laughs> Walter, don't don't go. Don't show up. But it's it's uh, no paytons are still at this uh, still at CAR or like we uh, we have Muslims that are paid five times a day. Now while traveling you still get the morning prayer, but you can uh, you can combine the midday and afternoon prayer and uh, the sunset and evening prayers together. What right pray them during the morning? Because since you're traveling, then you're probably doing something else, and you're on the way and so forth. So you can just get them out of the way in one go and do that. So, which from this, for which from this history, since we started now is a good time for us to, for me to announce the Outlaw Mud Show Drive and you know Sub Show Culture Culture Studies, That's which we're gonna, which we're going to be started from next week. <laughs> now. <laughs> But you know what? It's gonna it's gonna be interesting to be fasting during WrestleMania. Now, if you think that's gonna be interesting, wait till you say wait, wait, wait till next year. Yes, next year I'm definitely gonna be fasting the whole time I'm here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, for about me, that's uh, it's gonna be a test. That's why is that's why Saturday is tiring for me because I'm gonna start the day at nine a.m. Then it's nonstop until I actually break fast and break my fast. During WrestleMania or uh, the WrestleMania opening match, <laughs> which is probably going to be hot shows or anything. Imagine fasting, yeah, and breaking your fast on stadium food. Also, it's, so I, I was I, oh, I for some reason I was thinking uh, your um, your fasting was going to be like a few like a couple of days. So it's just only like no, dude. Dude, no food or drink for a couple of for a couple of days. That's, that's, you want to come? That's, that's, that's why I thought. Uh, that's, that's why I thought you had said at one point. Was, okay, okay. So, so the first person, so the first person who needs to listen to this new show, we're gonna have, we're gonna have is Mister Shock on Earth. Okay, so okay, well, we're not gonna go on a side end because you know I don't want to lose all the all of our uh, you know Islamophobic slash racist uh, listeners, but just a small tangent. Yeah. So fasting during the month of Ramadan is not like it's not the same as the the Catholic uh, fasting where you're not allowed to eat meat. Or it's that is how it is, right? Basically, yeah. Or pork, or you know, whatever. It's uh, basically it's uh, this uh, for one month. It's either twenty nine days or thirty days, depending on the lunar running on the lunar, so it starts from, you know, the start of the crescent until the end of the crescent, uh, or the other side, so it goes into the full moon, then the full moon depositates. You know how it is, you know, if you look at the moon during a month, it's like the black spot shrinks from this end, and then uh, until it's the full moon, and then it, it starts starts again until it goes all the way down. Yeah, that's so that's one lunar cycle. The Ramadan is a lunar cycle, so we start. So what's basically, it, you're not supposed to eat drink or like I said aspects that was what I say from from sunrise from dusk till dawn. Okay. Every day. So you can so from the from sorry, from dawn to dusk, dusk till dawn is the is the Robert Abidus show. <laughs> so from dawn till dusk. And from dusk till dawn you can eat whatever, you can drink whatever. Yeah, and it's the basic the basic idea of it is for you to feel the struggles of those in need. Okay. 
So you're fasting because you want, you're preventing yourself from enjoying a few facets of life. That's why you need to understand how people who are less fortunate than yourself are struggling with these things as well. And that's basically it. It's of course, uh, um, good deeds are of course always welcome during this, the, the holy month. It's a month where uh, your hasanet or like, you know, your good credits with, uh, with God are multiplied. As well as your, I mean, you're always supposed to be good. You're not, you're not supposed to sin or anything, but it's better not to sin during this month and, uh, and to be, you know, be better during the month. Uh, but anyways, so that's Ramadan for you. So I don't, you don't have to break your uh, fast in the, in the mosque or anything. You can just you wait until the prayers of the uh, of the Maghrib and just eat. Right on. Cool. And yeah, so I'm gonna, so I'm probably gonna be fasting during that show. So once we're done with stand and deliver, we're probably gonna end up with WrestleMania. After WrestleMania is done, I'm not sure Dime has not committed to any of the panels yet, but I'm going to the Superstar Access panel with a surprise mystery guest. We're thinking it's probably gonna be Austin. No, sorry, Saturday. No, Saturday, no, there is no action. The panel on Saturday, 11.30. Now, there are a lot of other panels during the days, which there's a panel with the Bella Twins. There is a, pa a panel on Sunday afternoon with Seth and Becky. There is a panel on... There's a panel with Trish and Lita. There is one with... Um, Sasha, Naomi, and Charlotte, I believe, in one session. <laughs> The mystery guest is Austin. That way you can hear thoughts on like Pat McAfee and everything, and what what his match is gonna be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it would be pretty cool if Austin Theory is the is the guest. That's that's that is who I was referring to when I was thinking that maybe yeah, yeah, good one, Joe. Yeah, good job, Joe. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Saturday after WrestleMania, there is a panel, but it's with Shawn Michaels and a few stars from NXT. Carmelo Hayes, I think. Um, I think I repeat uh, Pete Dunn's name, but I'm not sure if he's still gonna be on that. His name is Butch. And he knocked. <laughs> His name is Butch, damn it. <laughs> and speaking of uh, like WrestleMania, for, uh, WrestleMania SmackDown, by the way. Did you notice on the graphic where the battle royal the, the graphic where the battle royal had Finn Balor and Damian Priest in it? I saw that. Yeah, yeah. It kind of sucks that this probably means they're not going to have a match at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Finn is the United States champion, so yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> Especially when they built it up about a month ago, there was like when was like uh, the tag titles are like this is the this is the only way we can go into WrestleMania is by being a champion. Um, not so much if you're the IC or US champion, I guess. Yeah, they're both on the WrestleMania. I mean, you get to WrestleMania. I mean, you still get featured on WrestleMania. WrestleMania SmackDown, that is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you also hear that uh, this next draw is going to be WrestleMania Raw? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Alright. I mean, yeah. I mean, at least WrestleMania SmackDown has, like, you know, Same sort way. of like WrestleMania caliber matches. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, for whatever that's worth. I mean, like, we can argue about what uh, whether there's a mini caliber match is. There was a mini caliber, like, the battle is there's a mini C. Technically, there's a, a IC title match, so I'll throw a bone by saying that's mania caliber, because I would have yeah. accepted um, Angel or Humberto or both. When I got, when I saw Ricochet calling out on Britta, I said, okay, Britta's going to be getting a good amount of triple threat. But I thought it was going to be a thing. Same, yeah. Which I was happy with. I was happy with that. Yeah. I was glad it was, it was a couple of guys who were, uh, yeah. Different. Yes. <laughs> we're going to have to have a talk one of these days with, with that person present and tell them that we're exactly what we're doing. Right? <laughs> Or should we just keep this show going? Or we can keep it going before we're over. Like Let's keep it going. Then he's going to be like, like, these guys are Wait a minute. Different. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's And then he's going to be like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I figured it out. <laughs> uh, uh, like we discussed before the show, I have uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on. And. I always chuckle at the view of the Capri doing that. Hey, Dennis Hopper! <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's a great delivery. It's a, it's a very good because you think about it, yeah, Dennis Hopper was probably coming up during that time and he was. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a New Year's easy writer, so yeah. <laughs> It's good. It's good. It's it's the whole idea of like him being man out of his shit and he's he's killed the shit out of these movies. Uh, like, he pumped he pumped them out. These guys were going into coma because he was and he was like, Get the fuck out of my truck. And we told him, can you move so I can circle around him? Like, oh shit. <laughs> it's an awesome, awesome movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, we haven't done this in a while, so the movie of the week this <laughs> this, uh, this yeah, once upon a time in Hollywood. We haven't done this since last WrestleMania season. <laughs> Probably, yeah. All right, moving on. Um, anyway, I'm not sure I'm going to go to that to that panel with Shawn Michaels and the other guys because you know there's enough money being thrown around by me, so. But we come to WrestleMania Sunday. Now I don't have it. I don't have anything here on the list for WrestleMania Sunday because I was thinking I was pretty much saying oh, it's just going to be WrestleMania. That's it. But then they announced panels and then they announced superstar signings. So for me personally, Brown has also not committed to this yet. Undertaker, the Undertaker meet and greet. WrestleMania Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. I'm going to try to line up early for that because I want to get it done and then get to WrestleMania. And there is a and there is one other panel that I'm interested in with Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins, but I'm not sure I'm gonna go to that one. Should be cool. Yeah. And then WrestleMania night one. Then once that is done, eleven thirty, there's a panel with the missile with the surprise guest, which I'm which I'm thinking could be Stone Cold Steve Austin, just so no one gets confused with it. <laughs> it's either that or I'm not sure if it's going to be Cody. I mean, like, if you're going to debut Cody at WrestleMania, I don't have him do panels. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know, I know. Uh, uh, Wrestle it's, it's, it's like sponsored by Wrestlecade, so it's basically like, like a, a complete joke with the, 
AEW. It's like that's the only way to do it. It's like, do like yeah. with it. And and then he's gonna do this stuff he used to do for top for top rope or was it what are they called? Oh, with the, between the ropes. Between the ropes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, between the ropes. Where he you guys want to hear a fun Kenny Omega story? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> How many indie shows are running? Mania Sunday. Mania Sunday. It's weird. We've talked about this before, but there's a couple of local of local Texas wrestling promotions that are running directly up, directly opposite to WrestleMania. Uh, there, there's on on Sunday. There's uh, at the same time as WrestleMania. There, well, technically, this will be starts at three o'clock, and uh, so it'll probably be over. So it looks like two o'clock Dallas time. So it'll be over by then. So, oh, here's the other one. This one here, Laredo Wrestling Alliance starts two hours before WrestleMania. So it's if a person was going to go to that and they wanted to go to WrestleMania, which is in Arlington, by the way, not in Dallas. And actually, both of these are both in Arlington, also. Uh, oh, okay, so they're close by. Okay, so there might might be a chance, slim chance of you going to that show and then going to the other. But still, and then there's. World Class Pro, which is uh, Walter's favorite promotion right now, uh, which is it's it's he's in, he's it's the one that's partnered up with uh, uh, WCPW. I remember seeing those initials somewhere. Yeah, they they, they partnered with, with it. Uh, uh, now aligned with Championship Wrestling from Hollywood and SWE to bring back the territories. That's their that's what they want to do. They they're trying to bring wrestling back to the territorial <laughs> days. Oh God. But they're starting it to be determined, and then New Texas Pro Texas till till I die is also in Arlington, and that starts an hour after Mania starts. So yeah, yeah, I'd be surprised if anyone goes to that one. And I mean, I'm probably there's a few guys who are going to right after Mania because I'm assuming WrestleMania will be over about it looks like eleven or so. This one starts at like eleven. And it's a show that has. Oh well, yeah, I'm thinking WrestleMania is going to be over at 10 Central, so. Yeah, it's it's running against Mania. I, I get doing Saturday shows because Saturday is still kind of even though WrestleMania Night One is still Mania. Mania but you still got. Mania. Uh, yeah, some people are. Yeah, some people are going to say, yeah, I'm not going to go to WrestleMania two days in a row, two nights in a row. But yeah, running against like night two of WrestleMania, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, uh-huh. it's stupid. It is, yeah, yeah. It makes no sense. It, yeah. Speaking of which, now this is going to be interesting because this is going to be the third, like Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns is one of the weirdest WrestleMania trilogies. It is, yeah. Is. How many WrestleMania trilogies are there? There's Austin Rock, Data Triple H. And this one, this is the third trilogy, right? There's, there's another one I want to say. There's Austin Rock. I'm Take pretty sure there's a middle. Um, I want to say there's some like somebody really low card. Like there's there's Hogan Andre for two times only. For some reason, I want to say that like Dolph Ziggler or somebody has wrestled somebody like three times. No, in no, no, no. Dolph Ziggler has had. Zero single matches at WrestleMania, I believe. No, thanks. No. No, see, 2012 Dolph Ziggler was in the general manager match. Yeah, 
2014, Team Hell No. Yeah. 2014, he was in the Battle Royal. Yeah, yeah. 15 in the ladder match. That's a little broad, yeah, to, to be doing it that way. Yeah. I think okay, I, I, I think the third of the, the, the third trilogy. And this is going to be weird for me because here's what I was doing. First match, I was all for Brock Lesnar. Now, nothing against Roman Reigns, but Brock Lesnar, the guy who defeated the streak, should defeat everyone else. That was my thinking about it. And because I love the Undertaker, so I didn't think, you know what, you're not going to make him take up Hunk by having Brock Lesnar lose the very next. Yeah, yeah. Plus, and when they, and surprise, surprise, when Roman Reigns beat the Undertaker, he lost the very next month. So, yeah, I it. But anyways, WrestleMania, WrestleMania 31, Brock Lesnar versus uh, Roman Reigns, I was there. I was I was all for Brock Lesnar. And of course, Seth Rollins was the guy who won, which was also pretty cool. WrestleMania, yeah, WrestleMania 34, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. To be honest with you, I was indifferent. Same. I was there as well. Yeah. Yeah, you were there for that one. We didn't, we didn't, honestly, we did not care about that match. We were all about, like, AJ versus Nakamura. And yeah. Uh-huh. And then the Bryan's returned to the ring, and John Cena calling out The Undertaker, personal for me. Yeah. And Ronda Rouse's debut. There was a lot of good matches, like, and Oscar versus Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These were all matches that were more interesting than Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Yeah. Now that I think about it, yeah, I don't know. 34 does not get enough credit for how good of a show it was. Yeah. Basically, it's on the cut. And honestly, all the matches, all those matches delivered. Yeah. Danny Bryan's return was awesome. Ronda Rousey's debut was awesome. Nick- Undertaker versus Nicholas's debut was pretty good. Let's not kid ourselves. Uh, Oscar versus Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people say that was match of the night. Yeah. And don't forget this one. Mustafa Ali versus Cedric Alexander. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who can forget that immortal, uh, that immortal moment where the impartial general manager of 205 Live celebrated with one of the competitors. <laughs> they kept hugging him all the way up. Uh-huh. It was like, yeah, this is the guy we wanted to win, not the Muslim. Anyways. Uh... <laughs> I kid, I kid. But, uh... but yeah, 34 was pretty good. Undertaker versus John Cena, now a lot of people are going to say it was not a good match. Well, it was not supposed to be a good match. It was just supposed to be the Undertaker coming back. It was a moment, exactly. It was a good comic bookie yes. theatrical moment. So, yeah, that was a moment delivered. And AJ Styles versus Nakamura, people hate on that match only because they put it against their super, their Crystal uh, Kingdom match. If you watch this match, on a standalone, Agreed. without seeing the other man, it's a, it's a pretty uh, damn good match. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, uh, and still a distinction. This is, as far as I know, this is the only match to take place at Wrestle Kingdom at Wrestle and WrestleMania. It is a belief. So, so that's pretty cool. And anyways, and of course, a lot of people who did not who were not in WrestleMania 54 like to uh, throw that match under the bus, saying the other one is better, just to you know. <laughs> Take away from yeah. this. Yeah, Western fans are, you know, we already covered that in the negativity uh, show. <laughs> Toxic fan traction. That's really a very clever name, by the way, Bravo, sir. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, so 31, Brock Lesnar, 34, indifferent. 38, I'm all for, uh, I'm all for the travel cheat, baby. Same here. So, so it's kind of weird that I think we went from the cycle of like, you know, liking one guy over the other to indifferent to liking the other guy now. And the thing this is, guy. I like both guys better right now than I yeah. have ever. Same. Same. Me too. I've never been a Brock Lesnar hater. I've never really been a Roman hater. There's the times I've been sick of both guys. But the only time I actively booed Roman Reigns was when he beat the Undertaker, and uh, you know, for for those reasons, I I was like part of that. Yeah, it was. I was part of that, and it still, even though that happened, the next night on Raw was one of the most magical moments ever. With him standing in the ring, and the people just started and just letting him have it. But yeah, that's the only time I actively booed Roman Reigns. Leading up to WrestleMania 15, I didn't boo Roman Reigns, but I wasn't like you know on board with Roman Reigns. At WrestleMania 15. Mm, 2015, sorry, WrestleMania 31. Yeah, WrestleMania 15. And WrestleMania 15, I did not hate Roman Reigns. I can say that. I can yeah. say that I 100% did not hate Roman Reigns during wrestling WrestleMania. Steve Austin that night. Yeah. Hold on, are you saying those Samoans look uh, <laughs> No, they are related. Yeah. But, you know, Steve Austin... No, are you saying those Samoans uh, so look alike? <laughs> if, if, you know, if it wasn't for the year 2022, if it wasn't for Adam Page, there'd be no Steve Austin, and if it wasn't for Roman Reigns, there would be no Rock. So if it wasn't for this year's WrestleMania, WrestleMania 15 would never have happened. Would never happen, yes. Yes, exactly. If it wasn't for Brock Lesnar, there'd be no Dan, uh, Dan Sever. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we would never have a boss man hanging from the hell in the cell. Yeah, exactly. Had, you know, uh, we would never have had the... Uh, doing the opposite titles and the ones they wanted. We would never have had, like, Goldust and Lumini's weird... Whatever the hell that was that was, that was going on. Lumini's mother. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> And people can mock WWE all they want right now. Storylines have always been shit. They've always been great. They've always been shit. They've always been great. It's always a thing. There's For every crap angle, there's always been a great angle, and it's nothing new. People need to get used to that. That Even back in the Attitude Era, there was plenty of that. It's the whole idea of, you know what, it, it's not just the WWE. It's rising up in all and everything. In pop culture as well, it's like, and this and this is the big thing that toxic thing happened in wrestling first, where people were like, "I we didn't get what we want, so this whole shit sucks." Which at one point, you know what? There's still like positive. Uh, there's still positive. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Positive outcomes to this. Yeah. Positive outcomes from the fans like uprising, like the Daniel Bryan moment that. When the yes movement, the, you know, occupied all when the people listen and so forth. But we had this, we had this, we had experience with people doing, you know, not liking what they want and this for the, declaring the whole medium or the whole company around before, way before people started, people started shitting on Game of Thrones, the last season of Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Way before people hated the Batman because it didn't present the Bruce Wayne that they wanted with it. Yeah. <laughs> We had that first. This was our thing first, and and I don't know. Well, what's the point I'm going with? 
It's, the whole idea is you need to learn to enjoy. You have to go somewhere. You have to go to a tournament. You have to do. If you're going to a Broadway show, if you're going to a movie, if you're going to a wrestling event, you need to be open to enjoying. Yeah. A lot of wrestling fans, especially, focus on what they hate. And I get it. I get disappointment. I mean, like, but it's. It's cool when you do this. You're just. You're just hurting yourself, you're not hurting the car. You're gonna go in without you. I remember, um, I've told this story before, but I remember WrestleMania 32. After the, after the Roman Reigns Triple H match, which I also was not enthusiastic for, partially because everyone knew Roman Reigns was gonna win in the whole... Yeah. And partially because this was the first WrestleMania to run five hours with two hour pre-show, and by the time that match rolled around, yeah. everyone was out of it. <laughs> We were complete. I was complete. I didn't get up from my seat during that whole match. I was like, "It was, it was tiring." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Get it over with already." <laughs> and here's the thing: after that match ended with Roman Reigns winning, there was this guy in the third row middle, and this guy went on a tangent. It went. He went on the most bizarre. He went on the most bizarre. Tired about how WWE sucks now because Roman Reigns beat Triple H for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. And he kept saying, This show sucks. These guys, you know, you guys are cooking company. And this was a personal favorite of mine. Nakamura is never coming back. Yes, Nakamura, yes, Shinsuke Nakamura, after seeing the man that Roman Reigns. Beat Triple H in the main event of WrestleMania is going to walk out on his multi-year contract with the WWE and go back to Japan because he was that attended. He just debuted 48 hours earlier, or 24 hours earlier, 48 hours earlier. Yeah, what the? It's not, what? It makes no sense. And then and, uh, Triple H is coming up and this guy, and everyone's like booing Triple H or cheering him for whatever, like depending on where you're going with it. And he's like, yeah, you have to yourself, your company's going to be dead in five years. Six years later. Six years later. Still alive, so. Yeah. You know. Why? Why do you do this to yourself? Mm -hmm. You didn't get what you wanted. Live in the moment. Should I have done the same thing when, the, uh, when Roman Reigns beat The Undertaker? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you a story when we're off the pod. Uh, the, uh, it's one of those things that just... It doesn't really fit in with the, the, the rest of the episode, but I'll, I'll tell you about, uh, about somebody after the pod. All right. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so moving on. Uh, WrestleMania wins in the panel with a special guest. Uh, hopefully, it's Steve Austin. Uh, I'd accept it if it was Cody. I don't think it's going to be because it's not the smart way. It was Austin Theory. Put a price tag on it. Nah, I, mean, I would not be happy. I'm, I'm going to have no choice but to accept it. Put price tag on it. Yes, it's north of a hundred dollars. Wow. Yeah. So it has to be pretty, someone pretty big because it's yeah. they charge the same amount as the Undertaker panel. So. Not that Austin Theory is not going to be big in the future, but yes, yes, right now, no. Yeah. 
definitely not going to be Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns because they just they, they would have just competed in the main event. Yeah. It's, and whoever whoever won that match is going to be on the way to New York to do the Good Morning America thing. Yeah. So, and anyway, so in comes Monday. Probably, if we're going to do anything in the morning, it's just going to be the Superstore because there's nothing else. And there's a couple of panels during the daytime, which I don't know if I'm going to go over to or not. Monday Night Raw. Then after Monday Night Raw, the most important panel of all. Uh, the Undertaker. Candy. It's a good. It's a good way to end the week, by the way. It is, yeah. Are you still Are you still doing uh, Dynamite in Boston after? Yeah. Are you? I am. It's gonna be hell. But then again, I thought it was gonna be hell yesterday, and I'm uh, I'm, I'm 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 here with good memories later. So. Are you doing? But Dynamite. Are you doing a train from Boston to New York? Or are you doing a flight? No, the train's gonna take the train's gonna take about three hours. Okay. So I'm doing flight. So I'm flying. So I'm coming back from Dallas uh, Tuesday morning to New York, and Monday and Wednesday morning I'm gonna tra- I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna uh, take a plane to Boston within the AW Dynamite. After Dynamite, I'm gonna mind you, I'm fasting again on this day too. <laughs> after After Dynamite is done, it's probably gonna be twelve midnight. So if they're gonna have dark tickets and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> And I, you know, I have the thrill of you know don't walk out on a wrestling show, so that's gonna, that's going to be tested on that day if they're going to do. <laughs> that's honestly kind of my my worry about ever attending a dynamite is the things afterwards are going to be the thing that I'm going to be like, do I really want to sit through ten different squash matches or whatever it's going to be? Yeah, sure they yeah, want to sit through three hours. Three hours of what? Three hours of what? Five matches beforehand, like five matches after. I'm not exactly sure. I never looked up how they're taping. Well, if they can do beforehand, that's good. If they're going to do beforehand, I'm, I'm with that. I think they do a couple after, I want to say. But if they but if they do the whole dark, dark elevation taping after, it's going to be hell. Rampage, also, they might be taping after. They're going to be taping Rampage after. That's I'm, I'm sure that's going to happen. So it's the Dynamite slash Rampage. So that's three hours. So... Ugh. Anyway, it's going to be tested that, but anyway, my next one, my flight out of Boston is 6 a.m. in the morning, so I have time to stay there. Yeah. As a matter of fact, as long as they keep me there, I'm, I might stay there. It's better than, you know, waiting at the airport. Yeah, yeah. Because at the airport, I might stick at the gate and then miss my flight. <laughs> yeah. See, these are all the ways that I'm, you know, I'm actively pushing out of my mind every day. Like, you know, what if I, it's going to be fine. Shut up. It's going to be fine. No, nothing. And here's the thing. I don't know what the, what is it with AEW. Do, can I can I bring my backpack? Or do I have to get a clear bag? It would kind of make sense if, they're like a, if they do clear bags. That kind of seems to be the... Which clear, right? which, yeah, clear bag is going to be held to, you know, just carry a clear bag with me. You know, I have travel from New York to Boston with a clear bag. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a clear backpack, so it helps. This baby right here. Yeah. It out and it's pretty, you know, roomy. But <laughs> backpack would be better. But anyways. But I'm, I'm going to take the clear back just in case because I'm not going to check my backpack for $30 or whatever. <laughs> and 
spend Thursday and Friday in New York, travel back on Saturday. So you'll be here total three weeks? 19 days or so, yeah. Okay, stay a couple of days short, three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, a, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. Uh, I know it's weird, but I love, I love the States. Um, it's, it might be, a lot of it might be because it's, it's a lot of, it's an undiscovered, you know, yeah, I'm a modern day Christopher Columbus, you know, except, uh, except you know, without the genocide. But it, it looks like my next travel, Brandon, Dime, and I, we, he and I are thinking of, because we have our flights that we canceled two years ago that expire in December, but we're thinking yeah. about going to uh, Chicago for Hell in a Cell in June. That could be a good night. We were going to go to SummerSlam in Nashville. Um, however, SummerSlam weekend is the same weekend as his daughter's birthday, so we're not going to be doing that one. Um, well, half her, half her, half her by a birthday in Music City, baby. Yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, but uh, doing, uh, we, we both love Chicago, so do Chicago. Um, only bad thing is it's not, I, it's not going to have like you know, the full mania experience because there's not going to be you no know, multiple shows going on and everything. But just be kind of a good way to get out and stuff for uh, for the first time in a couple years. Mm-hmm. Although I will be it's going to a wrestling event uh, in, the, in about three weeks. I'll be going to Revolver. Revolver is kind of like your company, like your your your. It's the big regional one around here. Yeah. Yeah. No, but as far as you personally, that's your, like, you know, that's your indie show. Yeah. Yep. Your indie undiscovered, like, you know, your, your underground secret, let's say. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. It's nice. It's good to have some Yeah. All right, well. So, before we wrap up, let's talk a little bit about WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair is on the same night as Sasha versus Ronda. Do you think? I think it's a mistake. There's some. I mean, it might be a mistake. I mean, I, I get that they're done by they're, on purpose. Yeah, exactly. It's I, I get that they're balancing that the the two world women's championship are on one show and the two world men's champions are on the other. That way, they're equal footing. But do you think there's going to be something that happens after the two women's matches are done? So let's say Becky retains, mm-hmm. Ronda beats Ronda beats uh, Charlotte, and then we get a cool, you know, Becky Ronda face off. I think there, I, I think we will be getting a hint at a, um, a women's unification. Mm-hmm. I do believe that will be happening. Um, so would you do it at the next show at WrestleMania Backlash? Honestly, it would probably be the best time to do it. Not save it for SummerSlam. If you do it that way, <laughs> if you have Becky versus Ronda, you could honestly have WrestleMania <clears throat> Backlash. You could have Becky versus Oscar, and you could have Charlotte versus Ronda at Backlash. So, wouldn't it be something if they have the Women's Battle Royal this year, and Oscar comes in as a mystery participant and wins it? It would be pretty cool, yes. Do we know? Do we know? Is there any news on whether she healed up or? Supposedly, she's healed up. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. 
They're, they, they, from what I heard, they just don't have anything for her. Um, Alexa, they're not doing anything for because Alexa even tweeted out a thing about how she'll just sit here, I guess. Um, and yeah, it's 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 just odd that uh, the, arguably the two <laughs> biggest stars outside of the four horsewomen are not doing anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, well, technically they're not anymore. I mean, like I'm, I'm guessing, I'm guessing Ronda is the biggest star. Yeah, but I, I, I still. Let's talk about homegrown talent. Yes, yes. As far as people yeah. are on. But would you say? But would you say at this level now, as far as you and I are concerned, they're still the two biggest stars outside of the four horsemen. But would you say, from the perception being what it is, they're on the same level as Bianca or Rhea Ripley for that matter? Rhea Ripley, there. I'd say. I would say. I would say Alexa is. I would say they're on the same level with Rhea now. I think Oscar. The public perception, I think Asuka might be on the same level as Rhea. Um, public, it's tough. Be- I, I'd say the, just the way they kind of built Bianca up, Bianca's kind of pushed as bigger than Alexa, but I think Alexa is a, still a bigger star than Bianca is. Um, as far as crossover potential. As far as Asuka and Bianca, Honestly, Bianca might have a bigger star right now than her, but that's only just because we haven't. But Oscar left while uh, Bianca was still on her on the rise. Ring. Yes, yeah. So it's it's hard to say, but I would put, I would say Oscar is probably for the public is probably on Rhea's level. Uh, yeah, and that's partially because Rhea has fallen. Rhea, Rhea has, since leaving the title, Rhea has fallen from grace like hard. Yeah, yeah. It's... Even though, here's the, here's the funny thing. People will say, and this kind of goes back to what we talked about a couple weeks ago. People will say that, oh, they're just throwing Rhea and live together randomly. Here's the thing. If this was AEW, People would be like, "Oh, this is a great, a uh, great thing for them because it's a very, it's a great thing to put Moxley and Bear Bryant down this and a team together." That's 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 my that's my, that's what my thought process is. Yes, I'm sorry, I know I know everyone loves them, but it's random as shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you you're, you're following my train of thought on it. So yeah, yeah. it's it's the thing where people and it's just it's it's the it kind of goes back to how people are perceived. She's in a good spot because I actually think that the the, the four-way is a good tool this year because it's getting stars on the card. Uh, but it's one of those things where if you look at Rhea now... Pete's going to hate that match oh, yeah. with the Vengeance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Rhea now compared to Rhea one year ago, night and day. True. Now, Asuka, here's the opposite. Asuka one year ago compared to Asuka right now, is about the same. Because if Oscar de- if Oscar came back right now, it would feel mm-hmm. hot. And it would feel huge. It would. And if she comes out during a WrestleMania for a WrestleMania crowd, it's going to be big. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if she comes out, be the night after Mania. Yeah, yeah. Because if she if she makes her comeback in some you know in some 
regular, you know, run of the mill uh, town like uh, Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> Um, she might not get that scene, but no, I, I'm kidding. Wait a she might not get. She, God, what, what? She hasn't been on since the since the uh, the draft. Um, what what show is she drafted to? Because she she left in July. She hasn't. Does it matter? No, but that's what I mean. It's like if they bring her back on the Raw after Mania, they could do that. Or if she's on SmackDown. Or I guess like if she's on Raw or SmackDown, they could have her be on this Friday's SmackDown. Yeah. So I would say you can have Asuka come back during the Women's Battle Royale if they're going to have it. Because. I haven't heard yet. Because, I mean. There's really not a huge roster to do it with. It's 12, 12 members of their women's roster are already in matches for WrestleMania, yeah. so you're. The, the, the Battle Royale would basically be Aaliyah, Shotzi, Blackheart, and. That's it. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Leah Shasta Blackheart. Do drop. Do drop. Uh, Tamina. Tamina. Uh, Dana. Dana. Dana Brooke. Uh, that's it. And they don't have any NXT people who are ready for it. No. You know what they should do? They should have the battle run and next week on Stand in the League. They should. They should. Actually, that's, that'll, be a good, that'll be a good hook. Women's, uh, the, uh, uh, it's going to be on Stand in the River. going to uh, feature the NXT women, plus a few women from the main roster. Yeah, yeah. Up and yeah. And then you can give it, and then you can give it to, uh, The way she's pushed on TV, possibly, but... Oh, you can give it to... What's her name? The other girl that broke the internet. Oh, uh, uh, Nikita Leones. Yeah, Nikita Leones. She, she, she would probably be the, the better choice, honestly. She, yeah, but if, if you give it to her, that win. You don't, you don't call her up. Yeah, yeah. I would you just keep her... To go. Yeah. It's a good pitch. Yeah. So we, we actually came up with the pitch. We didn't. We weren't going to pitch anything for WrestleMania. Yeah. It's a good pitch. Yeah. I, Either I, that. I would have said. Um, I would have said Zaya Brookside being a good possibility, but it doesn't really make sense with uh, you know. Uh, it doesn't make sense for her to win now. Anything. Yeah. At all. It's 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 she. It works for her because she's losing. Yeah. Yeah. Once she starts losing, what, what's going to be happening since since it's now time? Did you watch this past week's NXT UK? I have no WWE Network anymore, and I'm not anymore, but I don't have Peacock. She, she, so, she had a backstage segment, um, and then um, she she ducks around the um, um, the tarp, and the camera kind of peeks around, and she's like, Daddy, it's time. And that was it. Oh, so maybe she could call, she gets called to 2.0. Maybe. That could that could work honestly. I mean, it's probably because they were they have run out of people to run through her yeah. for her to run through yeah. to not not off. That's true. That would honestly, but honestly, a better fit for two point two would be um, our favorite. 
Why am I blanking on so many names? Nina, Nina Samuels. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Nina Samuels and Jenny would actually both be good on 2.0. Yeah. 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 I, I, I don't want Zaya Brookside on 2.0 because she does the daddy gimmick better than uh, Tiffany does. She does. Oh, I forgot about that. So, yeah, probably it's better not to have her. It's entirely two different types of daddy. Because it's like one's like a rich girl's daddy. The other one's a... It's like a legacy daddy, so... Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. But they're both two named titles, so... Yeah. Yeah, there's too much... There's too much, uh, you know, in it. Uh, Do you think A-Kid is going to win the Triple Threat? I think so. Um, I mean, I'd be kind of happy with um grimes but i think the way they kind of had the stare down between yeah i think that would work um i'm not happy with any of the three like i don't think it's going to be strong though sadly because i think yeah um cameron grimes i honestly think will be popping up on our smackdown pretty soon yeah if if uh, because think about it this way, the first live Raw after Mania, and you debut Cameron Grimes on that, and that music hits, and people are gonna go nuts. Yes, yes. Because if you're gonna debut any of NXT on the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania, it's gonna be it has to be so it has to be someone from the Black and Gold there. It can't. It has the the only two I think who could be. Huge would be from, for LA Knight. Yeah. Or Bronson. Bronson? A little bit. Bronson is uh, uh, Brown Baker. Oh. Why did I say Bronson? <laughs> someone, someone yesterday was talking to me and they said Bronson Baker and I, and I was just sure that something was wrong with the name but I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, they said Bronson instead of Bronson. <laughs> I, I was trying to figure it out. Like, like, does he mean, mean Bronson? I don't know if he does or not. Yeah. Mom Baker would register, but he wouldn't get a big pop. No, no. LA Knight, the biggest, I think, would be the biggest pop. No, the biggest pop is No, the biggest pop of Monday Night Raw is going to be Vita Mahan. Honestly? Trust me. Yeah. I can see that happening. I can see it's not because it's not because people are clamoring to see Veer in action, but it's 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 a payoff to... It's the payoff to the big, you know, tease of Veer Mahan coming. It's kind of like everyone's going to do this. Everyone's going to be on it, ironically. But, they're... but the thing I was going to—it's the thing I was going to talk about after the pod now fits in to the conversation now. So I will okay, so let's let's go with that story. <laughs> so I was talking to someone the other day who was completely bad mouthing anything. You know how it goes with people, and. It's one of those, you know, they want him, they want WWE to completely go out of blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And their thing was about beer. They're like, like oh, um, you know, if this was um, a couple years ago, the, the, the fans after Mania, they would, they would just, you know, completely go into uh, to beer that. Uh, but instead, they'll probably cheer him. I was like, well, he's going to get a huge pop no matter what. It's going to be. You know, six months of this and that. Um, yeah, they weren't moving during the match. Yes, but the pop for the initial music. Um, that pop for the initial music is going to be out of this world. Yes, and here's the thing: the guy then said that the times have changed. 
And WWE is strictly mm-hmm. for kids now. And when you look at the audience, all enough. you see is kids. I, told you, I was like, 10 mm-hmm. years ago, it was way more kiddie. Way more kiddie. And I, I then told him, I was like, I've been to the past three. This will be the first Raw after Mania I haven't been to in the past few years. Because, you know, the past two, they haven't had fans. Yeah, like, I've been to the last three Raws after Mania, and I was like, it's still vocal crowds. I was like, a lot of times they're overly belligerent, kind of assholes at certain times, but it's not full of little kids. <laughs> so smart marks and everything going there just so they can try to put themselves a little red being smart marky at times. Yeah. Um, and the argument was that it's going to be little kids, and he then said, I guarantee you the, the the only chant you're going to hear is going to be, you suck, you suck, you suck, as like a little kid voice. That was, and I was like, no, dude. It's like, don't, no. What is wrong with this guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and, people have not chanted, you suck for ages? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, the, it's going to be, it's going to be the, probably the hottest Raw after Mania. Since probably the night after WrestleMania 30, I'm going to say. Because here's the thing. It's like the last time there was a Raw after Mania, it was a month away, about six weeks away from the first AEW show. And if you remember, um, you know, people were chanting AEW a lot during that night. And yeah. SmackDown the next because, they were trying, because they were trying to get themselves over, like you said. And that's what's going to be, I think, this year. There might be a lot of AEW chants this year. I don't think it's going to be as much anymore because AEW is just there now. Yes, it is. But I think there's going to be a very vocal crowd this year, no matter what. And it's and that's and here's the other thing: no matter what, every single year, the night after Mania is going to be the vocal crowd because it's it's always going to it's always going to be the hottest crowd of the year. It's you you. This will be your sixth Mania. Seventh. Seventh. Okay, so this will be your seventh Mania. And so you know this firsthand because I mean, are are, are you you tra- is, it, is it true you travel from outside the country, Mohammed? That is, the, yeah. Yes, uh, uh, yes, uh, I, I I come all the way from Middle East. <laughs> I, I like I I from Abu Dhabi. There we like WWE. Very good. There we go. <laughs> so, what I was going to get at. Very beautiful country. I want to live in America. I want to live in America. I want to live in America. Watching, watching the wrestling in America. <laughs> that, no, no joke, that almost made me pee right there. <laughs> Hashtag for the demo. <laughs> Uh, so you know what? This is the best time I ever pulled off a Middle Eastern accent, Middle Eastern ironic accent. <laughs> it is, yeah. That's a, that's a good one. So you know this firsthand. I know this firsthand. WrestleMania, you might see a little, you might see little kids here and there, but you don't see a whole lot of little kids walking down the street and everything. Like WrestleMania weekend is basically. And it's for the grown and it's 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 for the grown up marks. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's been that way for the past about ten years or so. Um, it's 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 the vacation and especially 
if you like what we were talking about earlier with all the other events happening Mania Weekend, Mania Weekend is it's basically San Diego Comic Con for wrestling. Um, and mm-hmm. it's not a kid's market. And and the thing is, with, with calling WWE a kid's market right now doesn't make sense because right now WWE, people don't realize WWE is a publicly traded company. They've been publicly traded since 1999. 1999 and now completely different time periods in life of what you can do. So there are, a publicly traded company isn't going to have, you know, as much stuff that was, let's face it. Not edgy, not as edgy conflict as yeah, as And here's the problem. Joe Gacy. Yes. They just hinted at what he's going to be all about. Yes. And people lost their freaking minds. And what, funny enough, the same exact guy thinks Joe Gacy is the worst guy in the mic he's ever heard, and he's terrible in the ring, he says. I mean, we haven't seen a lot of him in the ring, honestly, but... Yeah. I mean, unless you've seen him before, but... He's never seen him before. Yeah, but it's... Uh, but you can't say he's terrible in the ring. He, he's not tested in the ring. You haven't seen him in the ring. He's had, like, three matches. Yeah, he basically just was squashes for the most part, and the couple matches that he hasn't had squashes have been... Built around yeah, and they've been pretty good. Yeah, and 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 here's the problem: people don't people don't like character matches anymore. No, this is what I was saying about like you know we're talking about I don't know before the pod about Maria May versus uh, sorry Maria Manic versus Randy Frost, mm-hmm. uh, and Maria Manic while. Some of those, let's say, were not timed right, kind of slot. Sure. She had the character down. She was going for a character style match. Manic versus Hannah Taylor. That was a character style match, and I loved it. Yeah. It's. When you and fight, it works. It works. But you don't have to. I mean. But when. Darby Allen hits you with like a super move on the, uh, like a cotton drop on the apron, and then you go uh, two to three moves after. No, that's the greatest matchup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's like, I can't remember who it was in the other but someone hit them with like a DD off the top rope. It was like a spectacular move. And then they have to hit them with one more move to win. I remember that. Uh, I remember because you were talking about that. Yeah. Why do you do this? And that, that, that's, that's the bad thing about a lot of current wrestling is some moves like that are done, not necessarily that exact same move, not necessarily the DDT, but moves like that are done so often now that it makes people like us forget who actually performed it because it's done, like high spots are done so often now that they aren't high spots anymore. They are just. And they're done. So often on the same show, yeah. it's I get that you want to do it, but with at least you know, guys, don't all do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. If you guys, you guys remember, uh, if you remember, you remember the movie The Wrestler? Mm-hmm. I mean, of course you did. But one of the best scenes ever was them talking backstage and the wrestlers talking about each other, and they were like, everyone was laying out their match, and then these guys said, Oh, we're gonna work the leg. Yeah. And they said, Okay, fine, then we're gonna work the back, we're not gonna work the leg. But you know how you see carbon copies of the same table spot three times in one show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell? And, 
speaking, speaking of weird shit, this whole, the, I mean, you want to talk about WWE's for kids, is the Jurassic Express uh, an adult-oriented content? Well, here's the thing with the Jurassic Express. I guarantee you, I guarantee if Jurassic Express was in WWE, everyone in AEW would be saying that Jurassic Express is for kids and they are a joke. True. If Orange Cassidy was in WWE, yeah. same thing would happen. Yeah. Yeah. If Dan Housen was in WWE. Yes. Yes, exactly. All all the evil um the dark dark order, um Pretty much all the the the, the character driven yeah characters or the one like I, I guess Jungle Boy is not really character driven as much anymore since he talks now and everything but yeah. it's still he he still fits that whole, the whole yeah because he's with Luchasaurus so he's still you know it's kind of like it's kind of I mean they have the whole like devil dinosaur thing going on yeah yeah the Marvels yes yeah so it's it's weird because I mean you have a you have an alien that they're trying to transition away from now. Could just uh, yeah. that, but you can't tell me that one company is geared towards kids or the other is already oriented. When you have this, AEW has way more kids kids stuff on it, but because AEW isolates that stuff in one area where they have like you know what this is the fun hour like everyone like. Hey, Dan House and Orange Cassidy, Chris Tatlander, Jurassic Express, Dark Order, all you know, you guys play on the kids' table over there. Yes, yeah, yeah. Anyways, let's say it's geared towards kids. That's the problem. Yeah, and here's the thing, and it's the, I've also brought this up. If, Isn't... If, if, you're, if you think WWE is geared towards kids, then you are not a wrestling fan because if that means you never watched wrestling in the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s. Because when you, if you look at WWF when they were going against NWA in the late 80s, NWA was the grittier product and WWF was the one that was the superheroes, the whole Kogan, Ultimate Warrior. Um, you look at the. And all the way to the three generation. Yeah, exactly. And here's the other thing look at the attitude era the attitude era you could go and find from both wcw and wf wrestling things on various different like the like the licensing rights the wrestling promotions at the time were everywhere so you could go in and find lunch boxes uh you know plastic cups bowls everything with that and the audience they always showed on tv when they were showing things were usually like showing little kids watching wrestling they're showing teenagers and like college kids watching wrestling and it's like they they, they definitely highlight little kids watching wrestling more back then than they do now because wrestling is almost like an act it's almost like the action figure market it's it's one of the things that it's like oh yeah it's made for but it's suited better for adults um and if you look at like wwf when they show like even uh things about you know, like WrestleMania weekend, they don't really show a whole lot of like little kids. They might show like a little kid like on his like parents' shoulder cheering, but when they show like the um, like documentary footage, they don't show like little kids running around. They show like you know the adults like infused, pumped up, jacked up, loving life because they're at WrestleMania. Um, 
And that's the other thing is you you are going to be attending a wrestling a few wrestling shows or whatever with Brandon and his kids and everything. And that's the thing is like if a person is like, oh yeah, wrestling is not for kids, then that's basically saying that once you have kids, that you basically have to give up watching wrestling because it's like, oh yeah, um, uh, this this isn't meant for you, so you're not gonna watch it anymore. Here's, and here's the other thing. Show me one person who fell in love with wrestling as an adult. Exactly. 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 I mean, there are a few, but there are, but, there are a few. But who actually got them into wrestling? Wasn't people that have been watching it through here when since they were kids? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Bingo. But that's the that's the whole thing. It's you can't. Mm. Anyways. <laughs> It's again. This is one of the problems. It's people who don't like and even if they don't like stuff, that's fine. This is me out more than shitting on the company itself. Is that you want me to not be happy with what I'm watching? It's and that's the other thing that I hate is when people, kind of like we talked about a couple weeks ago, they can't enjoy things for anything and they want to nitpick every single thing. Uh, the same guy, for instance, yet again, ripped apart. He said that um, Nakamura is a joke, and so is Rick Boogs. Because why? Because they did a Tundra commercial. You can't put my corny side. He said that that made them a joke. It's like, so, but but Mick Foley eating ravioli and Big Show eating ravioli wasn't a and Steve o and Steve Austin uh, doing a commercial with Ice T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now that they're that's airing right now. Exactly. And here, here's the other thing. Guess um who is Tundra geared towards? Is Tundra geared towards little kids? No. Yeah, of course. So we uh, we all know we all know those uh, middle schoolers with driver's licenses that want to go off road. But <laughs> and. This this is coming from a person who ate ravioli for dinner last night. Who is ravioli Chef Boyardee ravioli geared towards little kids? And I, I say yet again, I say as a person who opened up a can last night and ate it for dinner, but it's geared towards little kids. <laughs> yeah, it's like so the Attitude Era, you get a pass, but nowadays you don't, especially when they're doing a car a commercial for a car. That yeah. Freaking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can't you can please everyone, but... But anyways, have you considered getting a Thunder after you sold those commercials? Here's a question. <laughs> no. Uh, I, 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 I have not because I don't really put a lot of thought into cars until it's time that I need a car. <laughs> I'm the same way, by the way. Uh, I'm like that with cars and phones. Same, same here, same here. I, I, I'm like, and I have people who come on, like I had uh, former car workers that come up to me and like, have you seen the new update on the iPhone or on the new i? No. Yeah, yep. I don't know anything. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with what I have right now. I'm. Uh, why do I need to look outside? Same. I'm the same way. Yeah. I I, I, must I got it. I got a 2015 car a year ago. 
until it craps out on me in a few years, I have no desire to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be checking out, you know, all these brand new cars. <laughs> and that's the thing, it's because if you check, keep up with technology and cars and everything like now, unless you're gonna buy now, you're never setting up to, you know, oh yeah, I'm gonna definitely gonna get this car when I need one, and then it's three years later and that model is obsolete. Exactly, exactly. But at least you can say that this was the car that Rick Boogs and Nakamura put their uh, bicycles in and, you know, and had a good had a good day. Yeah. And here's the other thing with that commercial. Who cares what the thing is? You, it's like it's a it's a fun loving commercial because it's like it's it's two dudes off, you know, having a good time. It's like it's if you're going to hate on that commercial, it's fun. It's 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 all it is. Who cares? Yeah, I love two dudes having a good time. Yeah. My dudes. <laughs> it's it, it was it, it's it, it was like a three parter and it was fun and. I mean, if you read the commercial for like you know its artistic uh, direction, I think that's one thing. Yeah, I mean you can dissect the commercial for like you know it's just in general. There's nothing. But even then. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I honestly, I, I zone, I zone out those commercials more. Uh, to be honest with you, so I cannot judge them. But. You're gonna tell me just because they did a commercial about an automobile. They're jokes now. Yes, yes, exactly. Now, honestly, if you want to say that Nakamura is not in the same problem as he was before, there's a lot of good arguments that you can make. Yes. That's not <laughs> Yeah, because wrestlers for decades have been doing commercials like that. Yeah. The Undertaker did a commercial for a video game. A video game. Yes, yes. Where he, where he, where he, where he very ingeniously mocked how slow he walks. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was so good. It's, it's perfect. <laughs> it's it's the, the, the artistic direction of like, you know, like stopping the music while he's on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then just he walks out and then showing him while the people are rushing, he's still, he's with them, he somehow kept up and he's walking, it's... It's so good. I, I am going to I'm going to be splitting here and get some stuff done before the Oscars tonight. Uh, but yeah, if uh, if you happen to stop back at your hotel or something, uh, you know, obviously you know, yeah. I'll be watching it and everything. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm moving. I mean, I have a I have a friend based in New York. He wanted he's he's wanted to connect with me over the weekend, but I go and. Friday I got smacked down. Saturday I got fully. So today's probably the only day we're gonna meet. So and he's not he's not the you know artsy type like yeah. like he has stuff in me. Well, right on. He's not a man. He's a, he's a real man. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, there's this thing. He actually offered that on Friday. He wanted us to uh, he wanted to pick me up and go. Uh, we're gonna go to a cafe watch Egypt versus sing off with a World Cup qualifier. And I said no. I got smacked down to go. <laughs> but it's basically like I've been in that boat before. It's basically like dude, I did not come to New York to watch a football match yeah. on TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now football for you Yankees out there is, and when I talk about it, I'm talking about like you know football that yeah, I'm talking about football that's actually played with feet. Football, soccer, football. Yeah, where you show, where you kick the ball. Yeah, uh, where you people have this. Soccer for a uh, term for soccer. Check football. 
as in as in it's under the football international uh, the FIFA which has football and I don't know if it's the first F or the second one. But what are they? Wait, yeah, I like I played the video game, so yeah. <laughs> Wait, you play FIFA or Winning Eleven? Uh, it was like FIFA two thousand and uh, okay. I think. Yeah. Okay, so it's the Federation Federation Inter International, the Football Association. Yeah. See, there we go. So it's the International Federation of Football, Football Association. It's kind of weird. It's European, you know. You know the, You know how those Europeans are. Yeah. Never showing up to their podcasts on time. Yeah. Yeah. Never showing up to their podcasts. Period. <laughs> Now, now I really have to go because it's like it's like I've been I've been having to I've been I've been needing to pee for like thirty minutes now. Okay. Every single time, it's like when you first did the the Muslim accent, and then when you did that, I'm like, hey, it's a non accent with Muslim accent. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold on, there, double K member. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't want to claim a get closer to that, but it had to be said. It did, it did. It did. What well, to be fair, in America it would be considered that, so It would be, I mean come on, you got the you got the Muslims. I I but I, I but I just think your, your your average American joke that would be. Yeah, oh yeah, so, uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah. You would be a Muslim accent. Yes, sir. I got the mask and now that's what. Sorry. <laughs> oh, See, I'm never going to be able to get the vaccine again. <laughs> it's, you were here for one once in a lifetime. Uh, yeah, it'll be a boop. Mm. We'll, we'll dub it in the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, if, if, if anyone else shows up next week. <laughs> Happy podcasting, ladies. And gentlemen. Uh, I'm gonna be. I'm probably. I'm most probably gonna be in line for the Undertaker. So I'm. I'm out. I'm sorry, guys. Right. Undertaker, Outlaw, Macho Driver. It's the right decision. Yeah. And have a good rest of your trip. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Happy podcasting, everyone.